This is the Music Gems Podcast with Gemma Maddox, where we talk about artists, producers, songwriters, gems of the music world, and their stories. Yeah, he probably me and retweeted it, which was like, the kid inside me was like freaking out over it because like, he's definitely the reason I started doing all this. So that was uh, that was pretty tight. Hello, it's Jem. Welcome to Music Gems Podcast. I am so excited to be joined by local Canberra artist Kirkland. He is killing the game, doing so many shows. Go and check him out. Kirkland, welcome. Hey, Jem, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. That's good. And you've been making music for a while now, and you actually got into it because of your cousins? So I had two older cousins named Shaka and Ritu. Uh, they were like hip-hop and R&B artists at the time, and they were kind of the guys who got me into music when I was very young, into hip-hop especially. And then as I got older, I kind of started kicking it with them and rapping with them, and then kind of got into it from there. That is so cool. And at the time when you got into rapping, who were some artists that were influencing you as well at that time where you kind of were like, yes, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life? When I was younger, I was kind of raised on like soul and funk and blues from my mother when I was like around nine or so. And then as I got a bit older, closer to 12, I started listening to hip-hop. Very kind of materialistic and hip-hop that didn't really have any sort of meaning or lyrical context to it. And then um, one of my cousins that I mentioned earlier, Mutu, he gave me uh, Lupe Fiasco's Food and Liquor when I was around 13. And that kind of showed me sort of how more poetic and abstract the genre can be and kind of encouraged me to start writing in that sort of vein. And then, yeah, I started writing for about eight years as like a hobbyist, just kind of on the low and then started kind of yeah, performing shows and getting into it from there. And it's pretty cool, though, because a few months ago, Lupe Fiasco saw your tweet. That is pretty awesome. Yeah, he did. He followed <laughs> me and retweeted it, which was, like, not, like, a massive deal, but definitely the kid inside me was, like, freaking out over it because, like, he's definitely the reason I started doing all this. So that was uh, that was pretty tight. And uh, would you, like, love to collaborate with him? Yeah, absolutely. That'd be fine. I mean, even just riding with him would be, like, would be sensational. So, Lupe Fiasco, if you're listening, make sure you hit up Kirkland <laughs> and make some music together. <laughs> hit me up. Twitter DMs, man. <laughs> and the thing I love about your music is it's kind of like a cross between like Illy and Logic because your lyrics are like really meaningful and then your vibe as well. How would you describe it? Um, I describe it as very authentic to like the sort of the 90s era people of the golden age, which was, you know, sort of artists like Tribe Called Quest and Big L and Rakim. Those artists kind of really influenced my flow and my delivery. So growing up with that influence more so than like an Australian artist, I think gave me a more old school kind of delivery. Obviously, I have a, I have a passion for genres well outside of rap, like sort of like electronic and, and pop the blues and soul and things like that so I really try to incorporate all those genre elements into my music and kind of make it kind of more accessible to people that aren't initially fans of hardcore hip-hop and kind of make the genre a bit more accessible in the process and, and get, you know, more fans of the music involved uh, from other corners of different genres. You can definitely hear that in your music and you're going to be performing as well at Sweet Dreams Festival very soon. Have you got your set list ready for it? <laughs> by September when that happens, there's going to be a whole lot of new music that's going to be done and, and I think out as well by then, which is exciting. Oh. Um, and since releasing Impulse, we just finished like the five-day tour for the singles. So we headlined in Canberra, Melbourne and Sydney, Wollongong, also did Groove in the Moo, which was which was awesome. And I think off the back of that, I really want to give uh, people a more a more rap-heavy direction. I think I'm, I'm really about to go all out as a rapper on this next song and kind of give people an exploration into mental health, but also something that's that's very um, reflective of the new wave of Australian hip-hop. So artists like Kwame and Triple One, Manu Crooks, they're artists that I've, I've been really into lately. And I'm keen to sort of... Um, to sort of align myself with those artists and, and challenge uh, what we're used to hearing as far as subject matter in the process. Hopefully hopefully give you know my, the people in my age group a, a bit of a voice as to what they're dealing with and 
yeah, bring them together, hopefully. That's really amazing doing that because it's so good to see, like, now, like, especially in music and heaps of artists are coming out and talking about mental health and it yeah. really does make a difference to those who, you know, are affected by it and let they mm. have someone, I guess, to kind of turn to and, like, music to listen to. Really, I mean, all, I, all I'd like to do is really just encourage that conversation. I think the more we talk about it and the more, the more people we're aware of that are dealing with these sort of things, I think it just helps people feel what they're dealing with and making them feel less alone because I, I feel like when you go into that space, you don't, I think the last thing you feel is like that you, you have people around you and you don't, I don't think you feel very grateful. And I think that there are things that we need to change and, and sort of make people more comfortable with is knowing they're kind of like the regular things we all face. Exactly. It's so important. And what's something, you know, on your goals list that you want to tick off by this time next year? There are a few things. I mean, obviously bigger festivals, I guess see more of an impact of the music as far as the conversation that, that I spark with my song. Like I said, this next song it is a very like upbeat rap banger. But like I said, the conversation around it is really important to me. And if I can have any sort of impact with, you know, helping people with what they're dealing with, that's that's kind of the objective. So I guess more, yeah, kind of more spiritual goals. But I guess there are definitely some some bigger things that I can't quite reveal yet. But they'll uh, they'll be being announced later in the year. Oh, that'd be so good! And are you working on like an album or like an EP? Yeah, it's a mix of both. I mean, it feels like an album, but there the. Cam and I are just very, very uh, brutal about the quality of the song, so there are only a few at the moment that could really qualify for it. Um, but we've been working on so much new music that we definitely have enough. It's just a matter of refining them and, and I think giving people something they've never like heard from Australian hip-hop before. Oh, we can't wait. Well, you're absolutely killing it, and congratulations on Impulse as well and doing your tour, and uh, we can't wait to see you doing more shows. Thank you so much, Gem. I appreciate it. This is the Music Gems Podcast with Gemma Maddox where we talk about artists, producers, songwriters, gems of the music world and their stories. Hello, thank you for listening to this episode with Canberra artist Kirkland. He is doing some big things. Make sure you check out his music, comment, rate and let me know what you think. And next episode, I'm so excited to be joined by Aussie singer Sam Bluer. You're going to love his music. I'll see you then. Bye.